and welcome to another episode of the Absolute Ten and Six. I am your host, Darth Batman, and once again, joining me is my co-host, Big Town Brown. Darth, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's another Victory Tuesday. Uh, two Victory Tuesdays in a row. Uh, two games that uh, in a row that weren't, you know, down to the wire at the last second of uh, pure luck that we had to win the game. No. In fact, this game was just a straight-up ass-beaten. You took them out to the woodshed, and you just beat the hell out of them. How's that make you feel? Oh, it makes me feel great, especially since, you know, you live in Ohio, and, you know, me being from closer to Cincinnati than you are from Ohio, a lot of our friends are Bengals fans. So oh, yes. to have the uh, to have the shit talking bragging rights of this game just absolutely means the world. Oh, oh God, yeah. I mean, it wasn't even close. It was just us against the world, and the world got destroyed. A four straight possessions, four straight touchdowns. <laughs> Remember, we were talking about at the beginning of the season, we hadn't scored a touchdown uh, the first drive, and I think I like by like. Uh, the middle of the season, we uh, we had the lowest points per first or during the first quarter than any other team in the league by a large margin. Uh, I'm gonna say this kind of makes up or starting to make uh, make up for that. Yeah, I mean these past two games were marching right down the field and you know scoring touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, hell, we didn't see Brandon or, or, or Britton Cole quit till the third quarter. If I'm Emma, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you, you are not mistaken. I mean, it, it, you know, every possession that we had, I think – I actually think it was five in a row. Was it five in a row possessions? Uh, no, it was four. And the, the the fifth one was we got the ball back right with like 20-some, 30-some seconds left before the half. And we tried something. It started going. And then with 18 seconds left, we had nothing going. Uh, so we just kind of ran the ball and let the clock ran out and just, you know – we're okay with our 28-point lead or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, all around dominant performance by our team. Hell of a hell of a game plan called out by Freddie Kitchens. Um, to keep them, keep them honest with that, uh, you know, spread out formation that we ran. I mean, we ran a whole possession all the way down the field without running the ball. You know, just let Baker come out and dart, 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 oh, through yeah. it, through it, through it. I mean, it, it was absolutely a beautiful game plan that uh, – Kitchens had drawn up during the bye week for the Bengals game, and absolute, you know, perfect execution by Baker. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it was another one of those games. And granted, we did take our foot off the gas in the second half. And, you know, you could, you, you could bitch him on a little bit by it. But, I mean, that first half of that game. It's like last week or, or, or the the uh, last game where yeah. you we trying to point out negatives and yeah. we're sitting there like uh we shouldn't have Hiller throw the ball that one play and that was yeah. about it. I mean the only complaint I have is you know I would have liked them not to take the foot off the gas as much as they did the first or after this uh during the second half but I really can't complain. I mean really we won by yeah it's 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 hard to complain. Um, winning on the road against an in-state rivalry, a, a division rivalry, by 15 points. You know, I mean, yeah, we, you know, we took we took our foot off the gas a little bit there. Well, not a little bit, a lot of bit. But uh, you know, you're 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 kind of playing at that point of being up 28 points. You know, you're not losing the game. Well, well, uh, 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 generally, I mean, sure. I mean, even even when we were out twenty eight to point twenty eight points, and or then it was thirty five to seven, 
and yeah. Driscoll came in there and scored that first touchdown. You have to admit those old feelings of the old Browns did surface up for a little bit. Maybe not like like it used to in the past, like when it did happen where it ended up we losing the games, but it was still there because, you know, after so many years of that happening, you, you, it's, it's just your your mind is uh, uh, um, trained to do so. You, you just it's just part of your life it's just you're not gonna ha- you don't believe you won the game until five days after the game was won oh yeah definitely and I, you know, I'll tell you what I mean you you probably felt it too it didn't feel like a 28 point lead in the second half did it I mean I kept no. having a look I kept having to look up at the scoreboard and be like you know especially you know when uh, um, Driscoll did come in and uh, throw that touchdown pass to Tyler Boyd um you know, they, they had a good good drive on that. Uh, nine plays, 75 yards, and burnt, you know, close to six minutes off the clock there. Uh, you know, sitting there watching that, and I'm just like, uh, you know, he, here we go. And, like, all my buddies around me, like, nobody's partying. Nobody's, you know, we're just we're just yeah. watching the game. Exactly. People are on their phones, you know. It just it just felt like a uh, like a game we were going to lose somehow. Yeah, and especially. I, I kept, I, yeah, I kept, I kept looking at the scoreboard, and I'm like, and I got to break out my calculator because I'm like, what is this like number? What are these numbers I'm seeing here? Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> third, third, I, see, I see the numbers, but what does it mean? Is this 35 or is that a 3.5? Is there there a point five there? Because especially like 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 the woe was the biggest woe was Brown thing would be you know Driscoll coming in there and leading them to like a a you know 30 some point comeback where they win 55 to 35 because that is that is like the 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 biggest lol browns thing that could have possibly happened and would have made easy so excited seeing driscoll playing his mind out um it it was it was just uh, i mean i'm gonna admit you know i i didn't have the anxiety like i had during you know the jets game or the ravens game or most of the raiders game until the uh rest screwed us um or even la- I mean last week same way like like I was like uh like there see there's like a minute 35 they're going out victory formation and I'm like what is this is this happening and it's like this week like about uh about the fourth quarter when there's about 6 minutes left and it was fi- we were still up by 15 actually no I'll take that back when I knew we won the game is when they missed the point after on that last touchdown they had and it still was a they would have to get a two point conversion or a touchdown two point conversion and another touchdown to just tie the game let alone win the game they'd have to get two point conver- or two two point conversions or you know two touchdowns one point or point afters in a uh field goal it was just mathematically impossible or it felt mathematically impossible especially for the fact that Driscoll isn't you know um, Brett Favre out there or uh, shall I say Baker Mayfield because well I like Baker Mayfield yeah to to you in this game what was a you know a, a dominant performance all around but what was the actual key to to victory for you what uh, you know how, how did we win this game spreading the ball I mean yeah uh, uh uh, he 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 he's an equal opportunity employer when it comes to receptions. I mean, this is at least the second touchdown by Darren Fells of the season that I remember, yes. and he was high or he was uh, signed on as a blocking tight end. Four four touchdowns for uh and with four different uh, uh rece- receivers: uh Nick Chubb, Darren Fells, David Njoku, and uh, uh, uh Antonio Callaway. And some of those touchdowns were exciting to watch. 
that David Njoku where he leaped in and pretty much <laughs> the the the, the uh, offensive lineman pretty much carried him in uh, to the end zone. That was pretty awesome. And they they uh, the Chiefs slam right afterwards because I mean they were technically part of that touchdown, so they should deserve you know point two percent of uh, credit on or two percent of credit of that touchdown. And then the Nick Chubb uh, catching it behind the uh, defender's head. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, you just can't. You just can't ask for anything better. I mean, yep. another game where the drop drops weren't a issue whatsoever. I think we had maybe Absolutely. one drop, maybe. Uh, once again, uh, Baker Mayfield's uh, com- may- his completing averages are out of his mind. Uh, the run game wasn't so good, but same time as we kept we didn't get- abandon the run. Uh, we we kept running the uh, ball the entire game just to make sure that we kept them honest because the second we didn't the sec- that's the second that you know they're gonna uh, uh, pretty much bury our secondary and um, the biggest key I think is uh, the Randall interception because well that yes. was that was the best part of that game and I knew exi- the second he intercepted that ball and he ran over there I recognized that bald head in the, on the sideline and I just I mean I literally rewound, rewound it because. Uh, I uh, uh, direct TV, so I rewound it and I showed my girlfriend, and I rewound it about five times, just laughing because I wanted to make sure that's what it happened. And that dude, he deserves a statue. I don't remember anybody trolling somebody and backing it up as hard as heck. I don't know, maybe like when Deion Sanders used to do it. Oh yeah, I you mean, know? yeah. Um, I mean, the absolute troll job that he was doing on Hugh Jackson on Twitter, leading up to it when he got fired, you know, laughing at mm-hmm. him, and laughing at the Bengals and everything, and then he intercepts that ball. Intercepts it right in front of Hugh and walks it over to him. And I don't know, Hugh, did you imagine what Hugh was thinking? Like, he pats him on the head, you know, thinking that he's going to say something to him, and he hands him the ball. Mm-hmm. And at first, like, Hugh took it, and then, like, you see his face, and he's like, shit, I just yeah. got duped. And yeah. he drops the football. Then you see his face, and, like, you imagine what's going through your head at that. I mean, mm-hmm. you <laughs> motherfucker. You ground and just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> President, are you motherfucker? Ah. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you saw a little banter back and forth. Uh, not back and forth. Pretty much a snub in the face of Hugh Jackson oh. from Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. He the uh, post game. He gave about as close as a cold shoulder as a cold shoulder can get. That's right. And, you know, he said in his post game interview that, you know, hey, you know, the guy wanted us to do something for him and then left, you know, when he did leave, when he parted ways, he went to a team that we're going to play, you know, twice a year. You know, pretty much that tells me, like, why should I show this fucker respect? You know? Yeah. Well, well. He- in my defense on there is like, you know what? We did fire him. Granted, he deserved to be fired and everything. So he does have the right to do what he wants after he gets fired. Kind of like when uh, we released Joe Hayden. He signed for the Steelers. You know, I, I don't hate him for uh, doing that. I hate him because he's a Steeler. That I, Joe I, Hayden signing for the Steelers. Yeah. That Joe Hayden signing for the Steelers was a stab in Cleveland's back. Yeah, yeah it was. But at the same time, it, it, it was. It was just I – get, I get where you're coming from. But at the same time, it's like he had – I mean – the dude has to have a job. I mean, it wasn't sure. like it wasn't like uh, um, he quit the team and went straight to the Bengals after quitting the team after five weeks and just I mean him quitting, not you know uh, getting fired. But um, what I do think the snub and everything is worth is the the, the uh, uh, when he went around you know it's not my fault tour uh, after he got fired. That's where he deserves being snubbed and all that, every bit of it because you, you know we. 
Yeah, we've we've heard a lot of players too talk about. Uh, yeah. Not really talk about it. Everybody's been pretty pretty quiet and pretty business focused on what the Browns are doing as opposed to what Hugh Jax is doing. But you know, when asked about it, they're pretty much like you know, hey, you know, if you read the underlying story to it, it's it's pretty much like, hey, you know, in in two and a half years when he was here, almost two and a half years when he was here. He does nothing, you know, and then you got players that are, you know, uh, saying that, you know, we finally got somebody we can believe in, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, the people they're, who can actually call plays. Definitely. Yeah. There's definitely animosity behind the players towards Hugh Jackson. I think it's more, you know, more so of the leadership that he, you know, he possessed and he had. And I know, you know, Joe Thomas is always a huge huge supporter of Hugh Jackson and stuck up for him mm-hmm. through thick and thin and everything. Yeah. And even he's saying now that, you know, maybe I just didn't see it, you know, maybe, you know, yeah, I, I, I didn't see it like that, you know? Well, I mean, he didn't practice like at all because, you know, he didn't need to. So he wasn't that practices. So, uh, true, true. <laughs> I love you, Joe Thomas. And if you, uh, uh, yeah, if you're listening, uh, call me. That was awkward. Yeah, so 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 back to this Bengals game. I mean, <laughs> back to the, back to the Bengals game. I mean, you know, they beat us in first downs. They had twenty five. We had twenty four. Yeah, you know, but... they beat us in to- they beat us in total yards three seventy two to three forty two. But I mean, we killed them when it mattered. You know, they they had more time of possession when when you know than but, we did. But here's but the thing just, is, you know, they they had the ball more. You but know, but we came yeah, out, we exactly. Came out and drove down the field and scored. But but here's the thing is, you, you go back. Uh, 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 analyze that from fir- or the first half of uh, the first half stats compared yeah. to the second half stats because you, you remember those uh, uh, and, and these used to happen to us where we'd be down a game excuse me so far in a game where they just kind of let us just do what we want to do without you know just yeah. letting us score willy nilly it's it, garbage time plays do you remember that we used to have garbage time plays yep. they were on garbage time pretty much the entire half Oh yeah, they were on garbage time pretty much when we went up to twenty-one to nothing on them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we were just—it was kind of bend don't break, really, really bend, 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 but don't let them score more points to let beat us, kind of thing. Because, and I get that. I mean, we pretty much had to outright beat the get or beat them. I mean, by the half. I mean, it was pretty much said and done by the half. And why do you? I mean, granted, you know, we did take our, our, our foot off their throats and everything, and it was a little bit, you know, shaky there for a minute because it got scary because they started scoring. But at the same time, is. All right, if, if you have a feeling that you know you're going to do per, do enough to prevent them from scoring enough points to win at that point, why not just let that happen and do just the bare minimum and not get your yeah. players injured? You got next week's game. You got the week after. You got another five games, maybe more. Um, you and, know, and I, you know, foreshadowing I, I for later. Yeah. Foreshadowing I, for later. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, you know, keep your keep your players healthy. You know, let's not. Let's not get into anything stupid. Let's not do anything stupid. Um, you know, we got we got Chubb. We'll just pound the ball with Chubb, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll go from there. Hey, we're not you know we're we're not losing this game, you know, but we're not gonna you know we're not gonna risk injury or you know risk anything happening. Yeah. Just because we want to we want to pound Cincinnati's throats in the ground. We've already done that in the first half. Exactly. Exactly. And they did. And exactly, they did enough to keep them from loot. Uh, uh, keep the Bengals from getting to the point where they had a chance to really win. Because obviously, if they did, they would have won. I mean, that seems pretty logical, doesn't it? How do you how do you like the stat of uh, two weeks in a row zero sacks? Zero sacks, and uh, there's another stat in there that that's a zero, and that's zero interceptions as well. I love it. 
zero interceptions, zero sacks. Seven takeouts. I mean, this, this you know, since uh, Greg Robson took over at the left tackle spot, I mean, this offensive line with Batonio, Treader, Zettler, Hubbard, uh, I mean, they're really, really, really gelling together nicely. Yeah. Uh, now, granted, Cincinnati doesn't have all that great of a defense. Um, neither does the Falcons. But, you know, at the same time, Zero sacks. I don't care who you're playing. Yeah. Zero sacks, and like you said, zero interceptions. I, I and, do have a I do have a question about that. You know, you talk about uh, Greg Robinson getting in there. Yeah, I, I'm wondering how much that has to do with Greg Robinson coming in, and how much that does or has to do with Hugh and Haley not here. Because I think it's about fifty fifty. I will give it. Yeah, 50, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, because I think I think if uh, Harrison was or uh, uh, excuse, yeah was it Harrison. No, Greg yes. Robinson. Yeah, yes. Harrison. If Harrison was still playing, I think he would do just enough where people wouldn't complain about him too much. He said, well, he's a rookie. He ain't doing horrible. He ain't doing bad. He's doing okay. Yeah. I think that would. I think that's where we would be. Now, granted, I'm okay with not him not playing right now with for uh, 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 Greg Robinson. If that means, you know, Baker stays protected and learns everything, I'm good with it. I don't care. Right now, the biggest important person to develop on that offense is Baker Mayfield. It's just oh yeah, and protect Baker at all cost. Yes, sir. Absolute, absolute all cost. You know whatever whatever we have to do to protect them. You know the the line's playing good right now. Uh, we'll have a real test against us uh, next week. Yes, sir. Uh, with Houston, we'll get into that later on in the show. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, protect protect Baker at all costs. I mean, that's that's key number one, and I think that's you know one of the reasons why we did take our foot off the throttle. It's like, you know, hey, wh- why have him out here? Why have him getting hit? Because when we do, you know, when we did go up, I and mean, we were playing against nasty players, and I'm not talking about nasty like good nasty. I'm talking about nasty like you know jackass players, nasty in Cincinnati that are known for headhunting people. Yeah, you know? I mean, so, uh, uh, you mean perfect. Yeah, perfect, perfect example. And, yeah, exactly. Which a perfect, is a perfect example. Uh, which is funny because you know after the game they're like, well, yeah, you won, but you know you need to have some respect and you know some blah 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 being being adults about this blah 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 blah. It's like you know what we just spent the last fifteen twenty years twenty some odd years getting laughed at and joked about by all of you. I remember it's it, it's just yeah. You have no right, so go fuck yourself if you're going to say, you know, we can't, you know, enjoy a f- fucking win when it's that big of a deal for us. Because it is. I mean, this is first road win in 25 games. Uh, last time it was was Baltimore Ravens with Mike Petton as our coach. Uh, who was our quarterback? Josh McCown was our quarterback. Well, yeah, that's how long it goes. 2000, 2015. And first back-to-back win since 2014 with, with Brian my boy, Hoyer. My boy, the original six. And you know where that second win, that back-to-back win came from? Atlanta. In Cincinnati. Oh, was it Cincinnati? In oh, Cincinnati. Oh, that was my favorite game of that season. That, that, was, was, the, that, that was the Andy Dalton three uh, uh, quarterback rating of three, I think it was. He had like a <laughs> Three as a QBR, and if you don't know what Q, uh, QB or not QBR, but QB ratings, if you know what, uh, if you don't know what QB ratings are, uh, usually eighty-five to a hundred and uh, or eighty-five up and up is considered good. Fifty is bad. Three is like, did you even go out there? Yeah, like, did you even try? Like that's worse than Nathan Peterman's worst game. 
Now, granted, uh, some will say that Brian Hoyer didn't have as great as a game as Baker Mayfield did. Of course, you know, touchdown-wise, whatever, well, yeah. whatever he did. Yeah. But he still won. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's important, Bart. I mean, we, we, that's, we embarrassed the, the Bengals, and we did it. And Did we do it in our house both times, or was that one at home? Because I think that Thursday night game was at home. No, that, that Thursday night game was in Cincinnati. Oh, really? Oh, yes, it was in so, Cincinnati. So once for the uh, our first our yeah, we came in there and stomped them in their house, which is even better. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I just can't explain how good it feels to have the quarterback and to actually look good doing it. I mean, the, the the game against the Falcons and the game against the Bengals, beginning of the season, the games we shouldn't have shouldn't have won. Mm-hmm. You know, even games four, you know, four games ago, we shouldn't have won. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and then you know, we you know, we rally off one, you know, at home, and completely dominate the Falcons for four quarters, and then we go into Cincinnati and completely dominate them for four quarters. You know, I mean, z- zero zero interceptions, zero sacks, two weeks in a row. You, you can't really draw it up better. And and you know, like you said, the the, the catch that Chubb had over the back. You, I mean. David Njoku trying to jump from five yards out and not getting anywhere. I mean, you you can't you did can't you, draw it up any better. Did you see Hollywood Higgins picking on him on Instagram? No, I didn't. He's like, dude, you're like five yards out. What the hell are you trying to do? You can't jump that far. <laughs> uh, I love I love this team's personality ever since we got rid of Hugh and Haley. Like, like they've just blossomed in like they have hit puberty as a team, and like they just become this lovable team. Unless yeah, you're not, it, unless you're not a Browns fan, because if you're not a Browns fan, uh, then Baker Mayfield's an egomaniac and blah blah blah, and you know, go screw yourself because you know we're having fun now. So and, you uh, know, um, you say what you want to say about them, uh, they're Browns fans, but one wise man did say it that winning winning comes from leadership, and we oh, have yeah. a young quarterback as young as he is that is showing leadership of a seasoned veteran. Mm-hmm. You know, so the uh, whole team, the whole team believes in him. So another interesting stat: uh, stat. Uh, Baker Mayfield now ties the record for uh, most touchdowns by a quarterback in their rookie season for the Browns. You yes. want you want to know who else has that record or has the seventeen? As the as a Brown, yeah, Browns quarterback. The other Browns quarterback that had seventeen touchdowns in his rookie season. Sipe. No. No. Who? Who you got? The 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 the, the great one, the uh, the short one, Mister Otto Graham. Nice, very nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that stat. Oh yeah. So, I mean, and he's breaking the like. like I, I love how like all the crappy streaks we've had in records that maybe not necessarily records, but streaks we've had for the last you know two, three, four years, and all of a sudden they're like killed, 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 killed. Yep. Baker's like, nope, nope. I don't like this one. We're gonna break this one. We're gonna break this one. We're gonna break this. And he's breaking records. I mean, uh, go back to Atlanta game. They had he had a freaking he broke the record for the best rookie uh, QB rating from a, a a rookie QB quarterback who had twenty twenty or more pass attempts. Yeah, I mean uh, that's saying pa- something. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes ain't doing this. No, well he was sitting on the bench at that time, but you know. I, I, I will give I'll give Patrick Mahomes his fair shake. I, I do like the guy, so I'm not gonna throw him under the bus. But you know what? Who didn't? Ben Roethlisberger never did. Ben Roethlisberger never did. No. Uh, neither good. did Luck. Neither did Wilson. Nope. Neither than you know every other quarterback in the league. Just saying. 
he's got he's got one of if not the best rookie campaigns going on right now for a quarterback oh yeah oh yeah and i just wish and this goes back to something e- or, or goes back to something easy's lamented over and i agree with him it's like man just imagine if he wasn't here imagine we have the staff we have right now Hugh yep. wasn't here and baker started the entire season we'd name a game we would have lost that's what I said. Name name a game we would have lost. Not being cocky, but May, name a game on, we honestly, lost. maybe maybe the Chargers game. But who knows if you build momentum coming into that game? Uh, possibly Chargers. Possibly the Steelers at at Pittsburgh and at Pittsburgh. Sure, sure, sure. I it, mean, the, the Pitts, Pittsburgh did game plan really, really well mm-hmm, against it, Baker. Ian. Maybe, maybe Kansas City. So maybe three of those games. Those are the three games I could say, yeah, we lost those games. We, I, If you told me we lost those games and I knew how Baker Mayfield, like go back the end of, or from beginning of the season to end of the season, you look back and you go, yeah, we lost those games. Makes sense. Those are the three yeah, games. Those were the most losable games. Not we're talking. We, we were not talking yeah, about the most winnable games. We're talking about the most losable games for once. And we'd be sitting. And we'd be sitting. What uh, eight and three on top of the, on top of probably the AFC North right now. Well, right now we into the playoffs. Right now we should be sitting five, four, and one. But um, yep. yeah, we're not going to go back to that uh, Raiders game. Uh, yeah. So um, I think uh, we we've man crushed enough over the uh, Bengals game. Because if not, we're going to be here all night talking about it. I think we should oh, yeah. take a break here. And I think when we get back, we are going to talk to you folks about uh, maybe playoffs. You know, Yeah, we'll talk about how we can get into the playoffs when we come back. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, that segment will be brought to you by the Carolina Browns backers the number one Browns Packers bar in all of North Carolina. Uh, right now they're raising money for a special dog. That dog is named Annie. Um, she was found by Animal Shelter Rescue a few weeks ago, got involved into a uh, foster parent's uh, house. Uh, the dog you know, has a couple heart uh, conditions, uh, heartworm positive, has a severe ear infection, just like you expect any dog up the streets, upper respiratory infection. Even more concerning, she has a severe hole in her mouth and a hole in the side of her jaw that's going to require a lot of surgery, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the dog is being raised by foster parents at Harvey's Heroes Dog Rescue. You can check them out at Harvey's Heroes on Facebook. If you would like to donate to Annie, I know the Brownsbackers did. They just donated $300 all profit from the Carolina Browns backers to Annie and to her um, surgery that she's going to need. You can check them out at Harvey's Heroes Dog Rescue on Facebook. If you'd like to donate to her, you can do it straight on PayPal, Harvey's Heroes Dog Rescue at gmail.com. Um, I think with that, we're going to take a break. I know I'm going to get another beer and uh, we'll be back and we'll talk uh, playoff situation. Yep, but, but before we go, we are whore about this. This is the absolute ten six, and uh, what is our super duper Twitter handle that you you you've so fashionably set set up for us? <laughs> our super duper Twitter handle, ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, and if you don't, be sure to follow us on Twitter. We are at T six Podcast on Twitter. Uh, follow me on Twitter if you like. I always appreciate the followers. I am Big Town underscore Brown. And what is you my are, Twitter handle? You are Darth. <laughs> you are Darth Batman one on Twitter. Um, follow us on Twitter. We always appreciate the follows, appreciate the yes, uh, comments towards our podcast and everything. And uh, we'll be back. All right. We'll be back in a minute. Hello. 
I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. And welcome back to Absolute 10 and 6. I am one of your hosts, Darth Batman. And joining me is my other host, Big Town Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We just got into the uh, Browns and Bengals game. Uh, Another dominating performance by your heroes, the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield, the quarterback of the future. Uh, God, Darth, doesn't that feel good to say quarterback of the future? What's that? I'm not sure. I don't understand. I don't know know what you're saying. Is that French? Yeah. (laughs) It's it's, it's, fragile. Fragile. So so let's get into this, man. Let's let's talk uh, possible playoff situation here. I mean, we are, in fairness, we are in the hunt. Yeah. It is mathematically possible. It, it, it is mathematically it, it, possible. And you know what's funny is, like, we don't really need too much help right now. That, that's All what, we have to do is win games. That, that's what I was about to say. It wasn't like a thousand things need to happen perfectly for us. Not even really. Not really. No, I mean, just a cut. we need to win out, and I think one or two things happen maybe in our favor. No, or, we went out and we're in. Oh, there's, there's really? There's no questions about it. We really? went out and we're in. Really? Yeah, we went out and we're Ooh. in. I, I've been sitting here probably for about 45 minutes before I got on with you. Uh, messing around with ESPN's uh, playoff machine. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, real fun, real fun tool they have. All right, so here's here's how I uh, here's how I have it. Okay, uh, week 13 we play the the Texans. Week 14 we play the Panthers. Week 15 um, against Denver. Week 16 against the Bengals. Week 17 against the Ravens. Okay, so let's just let's just put it like this. The the last three games are the most highly winnable. Yes, sir. Uh, with the most highly winnable coming against the Broncos and then against the Bengals again, which the Bengals are going to roll Driscoll out for the rest of the year unless he gets hurt and then they just picked up Tom Savage and he'll have to play. So <laughs> I'm just going to I'm going to go ahead and pencil in Week 16 as a Browns win. All right. It, it so, very rare, rare or very very much should be. Let's pencil it in. So let's go back to week 13, and we will get into the Texans game here in a little bit and a little bit more in depth. Yes. But let's, you know, let's just say, let's say we lose that game, okay? Yes. Let's say we lose that game. Um, you got the Colts against the Jaguars. Let's say the Colts win, okay? Mm-hmm. You have you have the Bengals against the, um, against the uh, Broncos, okay? That game really doesn't matter so much. Okay, okay. But I'll say, if we're betting on the Bengals winning any games, we are screwed. Okay, so I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the. I'm gonna pick the Texans to win. Okay. 
against the Browns. Okay. Just in this in this little scenario. Yeah, yeah. Be, gonna, be, be, pick, being ter- theoretically yeah. reasonable. Okay, I'm going to pick the Colts to win against the Jaguars, which I should. Yes. Um, the, another AFC game, the Steelers against the Chargers doesn't matter one way or the other. Okay. Um, the Jets over the tight, or I'm sorry, not the yeah, the Jets and the Titans play. Uh, I'm going to pick the Titans. The Titans are also in the hunt as well. Uh, but that game has no mathematical factor towards this week. Really? Okay. It it and not in this scenario. Okay. Okay. So, and then you have Baltimore mm-hmm. uh, playing against the Falcons, and which really doesn't have any mathematical factor in this scenario. Okay. So week week fourteen, we got Cleveland against the Panthers in Cleveland. I'm going to go ahead and pick the not really a spoiler because the because the Panthers are highly beatable. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to pick us to win. Okay. I'm going to pick um, – now, here, here's a game that does matter highly to this scenario. The Colts at the Texans. Ooh. Ooh. Okay? Ooh. It's, it's a home game. I am going to pick the Texans. Okay. Okay. Um, then you have the Titans against the Jaguars. We'll, we'll go ahead and roll the Titans. And then you have Chargers at Bengals, which the Chargers, you know. Then you have Denver – against the 49ers let's pick denver okay? okay so like coming back we're talking about the same kind of three teams here mm-hmm. the colts the Tex, the colts and texans and the and i'm sorry the four teams the colts the texans the broncos and the titans that's kind of our what we need to be paying attention to you know in these upcoming weeks all yes right? sir so week 15 browns at broncos right mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna pencil that in chase chase daniels sorry dude you're gonna get dominated by our defense all right, so we're going to go ahead and pencil that in. The Wait, Bengals and Chase Bengals Daniels is right. their quarterback right now? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to pause you real quick. Just just Chase Daniels beat the Steelers last weekend? Is it Chase Daniels? Is that his name? Are you talking about Case Keenum? Case Keenum. Okay, Ooh, okay, okay. You you, you had guy. Okay, you had my brain completely racked. Chase Daniels 100%, is 100% same guy. Him, Colt McCoy, Brady Quinn, Chase Daniels, Chase Keenum. You know, whatever. Same guy. <laughs> Same guy. Okay. Uh, so then we then we're gonna look at the Colts against the um, Cowboys. Okay. I'm gonna pick the Cowboys. It like, is an indie. Okay. Cowboys are a decent team. Yeah. They're they're kind of they're kind of winning right now. Yeah. Okay. So okay. <laughs> let's pick the Cowboys. Sure. Okay. We'll go with that hypothetical right there. <laughs> Titans, Titans at Jets. We're going to pick the Titans. Highly winnable. Week that, 16. That seems more logical. Okay. Week 16, Browns, Bengals. We'll pick the Browns. Um, Colts. Giants at Colts. Uh, I'm going to pick the Giants. That's going to have to be a game. <laughs> okay. We're, we're hyperboiling here. All right. Week 17, Browns at Ravens. That is going to be... To me, the game of who gets into the playoffs in this situation, uh, because week 17, I did take the Texans over the Jaguars. I did take the Chargers over the Broncos. Um, so we would pretty much in that situation, it would pretty much have to come down to Browns winning in Baltimore and then the, the Chargers winning in Denver for us to hold Denver out, even though in that situation we did beat them in Denver. They would still have a better record than us. Uh, we would finish out eight seven and one. The Denver Broncos would finish out nine and seven. 
Um, but, you know, if if so, be it the Ravens do beat us in Baltimore. And even though, like, if the it doesn't matter in that Chargers-Broncos game, the Ravens would get in at 9-7. So I mean we could we could play it like you know hey so at that so even even if like say even if we drop that uh, Ravens game mm-hmm. and still won out yeah we still wouldn't get in the Ravens would get in okay so um, so we do need a little bit of help we need um, we essentially need the. Uh, I guess the Ravens to drop some games. We need the uh, Colts to drop some games. Um, I think that the, if the Colts can stay running, uh, which, you know, I mean, hell, let's, let's face it. Darthur's probably not a, a losable game. They really have uh, domination wise besides uh, next week's, or I'm sorry, week 14's matchup against the Texans. Um, but even still, I mean, it, we will have to have, the Colts, the Titans, the Broncos, pretty much the fucking AFC North teams lose. Uh, but it, it, it's it's highly winnable. You know, it's highly doable. So what what you're telling me is, I mean, you just told me a bunch of fancy stuff about you know this team winning, that team winning. So what you but but what you said first was, if we win out, we get the playoffs, right? Yep. I got one forward for you. Playoffs. Oh, we're going to the playoffs. You know what's funny? <laughs> check the, check this out, Darth. So say I just switched one up. Say we win them out, right? Yes, sir. Week seventeen. Sorry, my dog is uh, getting in on the uh, action here. He's wanting to sniff my mic. So everybody, say, say hello to Reno. Check this out, Darth. Yes, sir. Week seventeen. Say we win them out and. Week 14, the Texans beat um, the Colts. Yes. And the Colts, uh, they would have to, uh, I'm sorry, they, they would have to lose to the Cowboys. I about to say, we, if we're going to get in, I think the only spot left for us is the sixth seed. So I'm not really worried about, you know, hell, honestly, as much as I would love, 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 love playoffs, I want a winning season. I mean, all we do is have to win eight games because we tied that one game, so we just need another four wins. That's right. You know, I messed around with scenarios, too, you know, as far-fetched as they are, how we could still get in at seven and nine and one. (laughs) Yeah, so. Uh, I'm sorry, seven, eight and one, you know, but. Yes, sir. Who wants to do that? Let's just go out and handle business and uh, let's let's take it home. Let's let's, let's go all the way. Yeah, just. just, just, It's not going to happen, but let's do it. Hey. Aaron Rodgers has, you know, ran ran the table. Why can't Baker Mayfield? It's time for him to step up. You know, he's, I mean, he's played, you know, 11 games or 8 games in the NFL. He should be good enough right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not, I mean, I hope for the playoffs, but I mean, there 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 is a sensible version of me with no alcohol in his system that says, you know, that does seem kind of a little far fetched, and it's like, all right, don't get your hopes up too much. Uh, I'd be happy. I mean, come down with it. If we win another two games for the rest of the season, or two three games, I mean, if we win the three games that we think winnable, i.e., the Denver, the Bravens, and the uh, 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 Kitty Cat game, 
I mean that that puts us what at what six and or oh, we have four wins, uh, seven and seven, eight and one. That may, seven, and we, eight, seven, eight and one is almost a winning season. Yeah, and it, it's not a losing season. Mm, it's a it's a half a loss. It's a half like yeah. like no no we want no it'd be a full loss because it'd be half a win half a loss. So we'd uh, we'd have one less. Uh, we'd have one more loss than win, yep. but at the same time is if you look at the AFC North, we would if that happened we'd be two one and one in the AFC North. Which when was the last time? I know Easy brought this up on his show. When is the last time we uh, 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 had a winning record in the AFC North or a, our, our own division? You'd about to have to go back to the Central or uh, AFC Central. It's been a long time. It's been, yeah. Which is another which is another thing I kind of think's crap. Now you know we're talking playoffs. If you win your damn division, if you have more wins than anybody in your division, you should be in the playoffs representing your division. Well, that's how it works. Oh no. Okay. Well, well. More, more division okay. wins. Actually, I mean, what if you only won six games and those six games were your division player teams, and then the other guy went. You wouldn't. You wouldn't get in. I, I, I'm pretty sure the. I'm pretty sure Oakland did that uh, some years back. White wipe went ran the table on their division. Ran the table on their division and lost the rest. Uh, uh, I mean, that's, that's that, to me. To me, you know, it, it's almost like you know. Uh, well, it's not college ball, but you know, winning your winning your conference in college. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that might be another day or another story for or another argument for another day. So um, I think with this, we should take another break. Uh. And then get back, and we will talk about Browns versus Texans. Let's do that. All right. This is the Absolute Browns. I am your host, Darth Batman. The Absolute 10 and 6, Darth. Oh, what did I say? Absolute Browns? Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> uh, so this is Absolute 10 and 6. Uh, I am Darth Batman. There's your host, Easy. Or, nah, easy. <laughs> Man. Uh <laughs> All right, let's let's take yeah, a break. Yeah, we're taking a break right now. <laughs> right. We are back with another app. app er, we are back We're from back, break. ladies and gentlemen, yes. with another segment of the 10 and 6. I got it, Darth. <laughs> you're, 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 two, you're two beers into the wind. I'll handle it from here. I'm white girl wasted. I'm sorry, people. I am sorry. I am more professional than this. Wait a minute. No, I'm not. <laughs> he, is, he is not. In case you guys are still listening to didn't turn off the podcast yet, we are the absolute 10 and 6. I'm Darth Batman. He's Big Town Brown. <laughs> I thought I was Corey. <laughs> oh God! So, All right, so let's get it. Let's get into it. Uh, this Sunday, we got the Texans at one. The eight and three Texans are four and one at home. We are one and four away. Um, not a very favorable matchup in our favor. Uh, no. Looking at it on paper, um, you know. You've got a uh, Texans team that's is um, – I mean, granted, they're only scoring about 25 points per game, but we're only sc- scoring 23 points per game. They're allowing only 20. We are giving up 25. So on paper right there, that should be the uh, – that should be the deciding factor right there, you know? Mm-hmm. I think um, they're also considered one of the uh, top – or bottom five – or 
I guess top five worst defenses in the red zone, or they're one of the the the, the worst five teams in the red zone. Yes, yes, defensively. Yes, yes. If you get into the red zone, you can score on them. Now, granted, they're they're only they're only averaging ninety six point eight yards rushing given up on them. Uh, so they they do contain the ground pretty well. Uh, they do contain the pass pretty well. Uh, we are giving up a lot of yards on the ground. Um, granted, they don't have too great of a rushing attack, but Lamar Miller has been used decently, and uh, I think they have uh, blue too. Um, you know, like I say, a, a game on paper we should definitely, definitely, definitely lose. Um, I wouldn't say definitely lose, but if you consider yeah. out, out of all the games left, I think this is the most losable. Yeah. Uh, because I mean. They're on a they, they went zero and three, and they've been on an eight game win streak right now. Yes, yes, but you know what though? All street good streaks come to an end. That's right, and uh, you know it could be it could be a semi trap game for them. Um, I, I I don't know, you know, if they would necessarily be looking past us. I mean, we do have a you know a lot of momentum coming in, two wins in a row. Um, yeah, you know, it, so it will be interesting. You know, it'll be interesting of how it's going to uh, how it's going to shake out. You know, I mean. What are your what are your major keys for victory coming into this game? What do you what do we got to do? Well, the the first thing I want to say is uh, that this is probably going to be Baker Mayfield's hardest challenge since uh, the 2018 2.0 season, i.e., since we got rid of Hugh and Haley. Um, yeah. I mean, just look at I me. Mean, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, uh, Atlanta, and Bengals. Their defenses weren't great, great. Right. But I mean, so this this is going to be a challenge for Baker, and I'm 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 I think he can be up for the challenge. Um, I think uh, Freddie Kitchens, the way he's been scheming, that that could definitely be a big favor to us. Um, keep running the ball, even if it ain't working. And that, that and I want to go back. I want to go back slightly to the first segment when um, we ran the ball last week, even though it wasn't working. And I like that because how many years have we abandoned the run within like five yeah. seconds of a game because it didn't ran, work three times? I think just just keep doing what we've been doing. You know, if we want to throw out wishbone, go run the wishbone for an entire game. Do what I, I think Freddie is going to put out the best game plan possible for this team. And if we lose, I don't think it's going to be because players didn't play well enough. I think it's going to be just because. We just were outmatched, legitimately. No matter how yes. good our team is, we were just straight up outmatched. And uh, I feel we have an opportunity to win. I mean, the, the, I mean, I mean, you know, my obviously key to victory is score more points than the other team. I think it's physically or very possible, um, especially with the fact that, like I said, they, they are uh, bottom five in the red zone uh, defense. And if we yes. get the red zone, I mean, it's not – in theory, it shouldn't be hard. And also – Including the Bengals, I, I I think we are the the bottom five are actually the we're, are the last five teams that we play who have uh, the bottom five uh, red zone defenses. So that does help. Going back to the last segment, but anyways, uh, yeah, key victory is definitely um, our offense. Just keep doing what they've been doing with Freddie Kitchens. Um, is Money Mitchell coming back this week, or would it be next week? He is, he's eligible to come back against the Panthers. I will say that was about to be going to be a huge bump, uh, boost in morale there. I mean, granted, the secondary hasn't been bad whatsoever. Uh, we yeah. even when you know half our our team was you know 
in the locker room uh, versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Excuse me. But um, defensively, I, we just need to get to the quarterback. Just just get yeah. to him. We're I mean, have to get to the, yeah, we're going to have to get to Watson, and we're going to have to contain him. Yeah, don't uh, let him get out of the pocket. Don't let him get out of the pocket. Don't let him scramble because he, if it's open, he will look to run. And he's crazy out in the pocket, outside of the pocket. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah, so, you know, I mean, our keys to victory here are going to be containing uh, containing Watson inside the pocket. Keep him inside the pocket. I, I think um, don't give up, you know, don't give up the big passing yards. You know, yeah. Let them dink and dunk. I think if they dink and dunk, they're going to look to uh, – they're going to look to run the ball, contain that run on obvious running downs. Um, and then on the off side of the ball, you know, the the biggest key is going to be to get the ball out quickly and uh, keep Baker Mayfield upright. I mean, you're going to have a hard test with, um, you know, with the uh, Texans there with uh, Clowney and J.J. Uh, Watt. Um, defensively, uh, you know, Brandon Dunn, their nose tackle, is doing an awesome job. Um and then you have their safety, Tyron Matthews, you know, the yes. honey badger. Yes. Oh. oh, I forgot he was on that team. Yeah. I'm so scared I mean, now. I, I think we're going to have to get the ball out quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, hold, hold them honest to, you know, to our run game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, like I said, though, I mean, they don't give up a lot of they don't give up a lot of running yards. Hey, maybe this is the game where Duke Johnson goes ham. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, and hell, I mean, you know. Use uh, Chubb as not only as a running back, but also a a, a receiver re- uh, uh, threat too. That's gonna throw him off, especially yeah. if you you have him coming out of the backfield. You think you're gonna uh, he's gonna run? He starts running. He's like, oh no, he's not running. And then you throw it to him. He's like, oh, he could catch the ball. Hey, there's a touchdown. Hey, I think I think Kitchens will work up something nice for this game. Uh, what it's gonna be, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um what he has in store i think that uh he's not going to come out lame duck at all no 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 he's been pretty impressive off it, or um as an oc so far i've liked everything he has done i mean about like i said the only play i have a complaint about is that hillard throw for the interception versus Atlanta. that's it yeah but you know like we were talking about that hillard throw i mean Hey, it was it was drawn up and it didn't work. We didn't go back to it. And by complaint, I mean out of everything he's done, that's the only thing I could have a negative say on. And that's not yeah, even that and, negative. Like I like, saw it and I was like, oh, okay, that was. I guess I, I like I get it. I get what you did. I like the, I like to try, but it didn't work out. Maybe not have him throw twenty yards. That's it. Like I'm not like oh. I hate kitchens. Let's smack him for that play. No, like, like I, I get what he was trying to do, and I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's just, it was like, okay, that seemed kind of goofy, but cool. I get, I get where you're coming from, kind of thing. So, and that's yeah. that's the thing is like, like, when's the last time you saw a what the fuck play from our offense? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could give you but, a hint but, that like, it was the like Steelers said, game. He's a he's a third string running back that was called to draw the pass play. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, he passed it. I'm he not. No, no, no. By no means am I arguing about the play. I'm just saying that that's the only thing I could look at and have a negative thought on offensively in the last three games since since yeah. Freddie's been calling plays. So and that that by by saying negative that doesn't mean like like it, I think horrible about it. That was the only thing that doesn't is it like I think that was good or that was great. That was like eh, I like the idea, but mm, could have been better kind of thing. Yeah. Like. 
uh, constructional criticism. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. That's what I look at that play as. So, and I mean, I, I think Freddie Kitchens does has been doing a hell of a job finding what the weaknesses of every other team's defense is and doing his best to uh, uh, work with that. So, and granted, you know, Chiefs, Atlanta, and Bengals defenses have not been, you know, top 10 in the uh, league. I'm not sure where Texans stand defensively, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're top 15. So, uh, sure, that's going to be a challenge one way or another. I mean, it just – they're better. Their defense is better than any other defense we've played since, you know, the takeover. Yeah, and we haven't beaten the Texans in the last four. Well, we have to look back to 2007. Ever since you know beating the Texans, I mean the the past four we faced against them, um, 2017, 2014, 2011, and 2008 have all be you know become losses. Um, so we haven't beat them since 2007. The Texans do hold the all-time series lead six to three. Um, so, you know, there's a, uh, there's another, uh, breaker we can have right there. Beat the Texans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Sure. B- uh, beat a losing streak against the Texans. Yep. And you know, another, another negative, tr- uh, uh, streak is break from our last segment. How many are we have now the team with the longest drought for playoffs? So, yes. Hey, 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 let's, let's hit some playoffs. Let's run the tables. Let's run the so table. So give me a uh, give me a bold prediction going into this game. What do you what do you what's your bold prediction? What's going to happen? You know, the funny thing is going back to the, our, our first show this season. Like, like I I thought my bold prediction was we were going to score on our first drive. Yeah. Now that, that that just like like if that doesn't happen right now, I'm going to be almost disappointed. Sure. So bold prediction. I'm going to say. Baker Mayfield breaks the record for Browns, uh, the Browns record for the most passing yards in a game. Ooh, okay, okay. I, I think the record is held now by Josh McCown. It is. It's like 400-something. Yep. I, I think he's going to break it. Maybe not by much, but he's going to break it, even if it's just one yard. That would be very, very nice. Uh, bold prediction I'm going to put in. Uh, very, very bold prediction against this defense, and that's something that's going to have to happen for your prediction to probably happen is zero sacks again zero sacks given up we're gonna go three games in a row with zero sacks given up i would love that oh yeah that would be absolutely beautiful so let's uh let's wrap it up here darth let's get off here for the night i know you're hungry um what's your score what do you got oh this is gonna be rough this is gonna be hard Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm gonna go with the good guys. I think we're going to go twenty eight, and we're gonna win twenty eight to twenty seven. Okay, okay, okay. I am gonna say something special is gonna happen on special teams. Maybe Peppers returns one, and that is gonna seal the game when we get the ball back with a minute left, and we are. Set maybe twenty twenty. So I am going to go twenty seven to twenty Browns. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, you got any final thoughts before we go? Well, as always, fuck Pittsburgh. Okay. 
Um, I do want to give a, a shout out real quick uh, to my fiance. We were watching the game last week, and while we're watching, she's like, "Dude, that's a total legal block in the back." I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about?" She's like, "Down at the bottom there." The, uh, I don't remember if you saw the penalty for the illegal block in the back uh, again or against the uh, Bengals. I'd have to watch the tape. Well, well. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, 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 real quick, my fiance was not a Browns fan by any means when when we got oh, together. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. And and, uh, and for the, those She's of cow- you Cowboys, right? Yes, she was. By no means is she anymore. She is a diehard Browns fan. Like she look, she knows the players by their numbers. Uh-huh. Like, like she's like, hey, hey Callaway. I'm like, who are you? I'm not used to watching a Browns game with a Browns fan, like like an avid <laughs> Browns fan. And the fact that she's calling out, you know, penalties for like illegal block in the back, like shit that I don't even notice because I'm too busy watching the guy with the ball throwing to the guy who should catch the ball, and I, I don't notice those things. She's like, yeah, that was a. Uh, uh, I think she she called it a holding. And she her, her her lingo is you know off, but she I know what she's talking about. Like she calls fault like like if a defender goes off sides, she calls that a false start. But I get where she's coming from. So her lingo may not be perfect, but she knows exactly what she's talking about with that kind of stuff. So uh, kudos to that woman right there. <laughs> I have made a Browns fan out of her. So uh, I think with this we should call it a night, and it is eight o'clock on. Uh, November 27th, and the Steelers still suck. Oh, yes, they do. Hey, hey before we go, I want to I throw something out. If anybody is not uh, listening to Felonia7's podcast, uh, he is absolutely doing beautiful things with his music. Yes, sir. I don't know if you listened. I don't know. Did you listen to his last podcast of the David Njoku song? I have not heard that one. Oh, man. But... It's, it's, in the, it's in the first couple minutes of the intro. Dude, his I... David Njoku song. That song has to be something that gets sent into the Browns or sent into David Njoku because that song is absolutely beautiful. I love Browns fans writing music about Browns players. It's just, it's the only team that that happens on. So, uh, yeah, Felonius is my man. He's awesome. Uh, If you haven't checked out the the long winded easy, uh, if you have an hour and a half where you want to take a nap, uh, that's a perfect podcast to listen to. Um, Oh, yeah, definitely check out all the podcasts. Yes. Check out uh, Brownies Bites. Uh, Browns beat. Check out uh, the wrong table. This um, land, your believe land, with uh, uh, Josh Finney, uh, Kripka, and John. I'm sorry, I don't remember your name, but your guys' show is awesome as well. Uh, Finney's an awesome guy. I've drank beer with him before, so um, he's cool in my books. So yeah, definitely check out the rest of the podcast on the Dogs by Nature uh, uh, um, podcast verse thing. That sounds technical enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> sounds good we'll enough. Count. We'll, we'll count it. Yeah. So uh, I think with this, we will call it a night, and we will see you guys next week. And go Browns. Sounds good. Go Browns. Just to be by your side And to see it through And you'd call my name But what would you say If you knew my play Then who are you? And you call Down in Anchor State And if they told you what Then why are you standing there All
Hey, I'm Anil Dash, and I'm the host of a new show called Function from the Vox Media Podcast Network and Glitch. This season, we're talking with experts about why our voting machines are so bad and how that might hurt our elections. We'll also talk with an animator to find out how popular dances from the real world end up in video games. And we're going to tackle the biggest question in tech. Why do so many celebrities use screenshots from that Apple Notes app to make their public apologies when they screw up? You can find new episodes of Function every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks to Microsoft Azure for sponsoring Function.